Yeah, yeah we just talk like, cock. But let me do the opening first. In three, two, one, and we're rolling. Hey, welcome everyone to another episode of the Branding Beardos, the podcast branding that's Beardos. all about Asian brand perspectives. Woo-hoo. Now, today is a branding three-way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, today's guest is also... Hey, 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 bloody hell! It's the first time we have a bearded guest on the show. So now Will Lee, not Willie, Will Lee is that marketing guy, like literally that marketing guy. Now he started, you know, as a junior executive in the ad world before making his climb to the very top as the boss Mm. of his own company. Now in over a decade of time in the game, working with clients like MSIG, AIA, Spa, Esprit, 7-Eleven, amongst many others, he has immense, amassed tons of experience, uh, whether good or bad experiences, <laughs> stories, whether good or bad stories, and nuggets uh, of wisdom. I'm not too sure if it's a six-piece meal nugget or a 20-piece meal. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Will Lee. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome, Will. <laughs> Insert tapping sounds and branding, branding Insert, sounds. Uh, any more sounds? Any more sounds? Insert the uh, glass shatter, right? Yes. Will, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank how, you. How has it been uh, since we last met? Just last week. Just last week. Uh, it's been fine, I guess. Uh, I think due to the COVID situation, everything's taking it like gear to all the way. Yeah. So that's 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 pretty okay for me. It gives me time to kind of like reassess uh kind of rejig stuff around the office so it's a good time but rejig as you want moving furniture uh yes i do <laughs> i do jig the furniture <laughs> you around. <say> re-jig. <laughs> yeah rejig like, re-jig, like uh so implement processes and all that when i first started it's it's always about um getting stuff done you know uh mm-hmm. it's a one-man show when i started i wrote my wife in to 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 help me out no salary pro bono yeah. Wow. So wow. yeah. So so that's kind of how we like, just started everything, and I think today we have about fourteen, fifteen people. Nice. So that growth uh, needs some, I would say, framework. Mm. So so that's where we are kind of investing a lot of our time into right now. So how do we do things proper? It's no longer just cowboying and getting things done. Yeah, you know that part about the cowboying. I mean, you know, there's mm. a lot of. I mean, we were just talking last week, right? I mean, there's yeah. so many SMEs, right, who still think this is cowboy land. I mean, a lot of people they <laughs> refer to to our friends uh, somewhere else as cowboys, no? But actually, we do a lot of cowboy business here, man. <laughs> that is true. The wild wild east, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the 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 thing is, right? I mean, I, I've I've always wondered about this. Now, like for for yourself, right? Because the business is is not. I mean, it's not technically very very old. You started it only a few years. Few years seven, back, right? seven yeah. and a half years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's, it's it's considered quite quite new now. But in terms of yeah. Singapore context, you've survived already. You survived past three years means the business is viable and you can go ahead. Yes. But what are these big changes that you're you're looking to to make forward? Make, looking forward. No, it's it's all about hiring the right kind of people. I I think you you probably read a lot of textbooks on case studies about how you manage big MNCs, yeah. how you manage big marketing departments. Right. versus how you manage small marketing departments and, and small budgets. Mm. Um, mm. Very few books would teach you how to manage transitionally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's, that's the challenge I face, right? So how do you hire the right people that you can afford at mm. that time and then mm. instill the right kind of framework 
and then the next phase be ready to tear the framework apart and hire more people and maybe let the others go or something you know or retrain mm. them mm. yeah so so that's i think the biggest challenge for me as a agency owner when yeah. you when you're in your growth phase you're alone mm. uh, then you hire your y pro bono mm. how you how did you get out of just being that one man army and then going for like you know opening up to two three four five employees and yeah, because that's increasing you your from, yeah. yeah, increasing cost, you know, by quite a bit just for the like, one 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 person. Exactly. You, know? yes. you go from zero uh, to like And who was the what position was the, the first one? After I mean, after your wife, what yeah. was the the, yeah. the position that was filled? Um <clears throat> well technically drafting and scoping out a position for an agency at that size, like the third man big literally she's the second man on hire, right? I, I hire the next person, yeah. technically the second person on hire. Uh, but the first who is paid, you get what I'm saying? So, <laughs> okay. yeah. So, so at that time, we drafted a role uh, more for relationship management. You know, mm. uh, I I realized I can't spread myself too thinly. Mm. Uh, but then I realized actually managing relationships is my superpower. So, um, okay. I I kind of have to get drawn back into that conversation mm. very frequently. Mm-hmm. So we started hiring more uh, specialists, people who could write, people who could design. Um, people who are all rounded. So my first person needs to know a little bit of everything. Mm. You need okay. to be able to write a little bit, need to be able mm. to design a little bit uh, because that's how I did my stuff. Jack of all trades, basically. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I don't need a master of any. I, yeah. I really don't need a master of any. Mm. I just need someone who's willing to learn, uh, willing to grow and evolve and, and basically die and, die and live with me. Mm. Mm. Wow. But it's so yeah, difficult yeah. to find. I mean, Kenneth, I mean, we, I mean, we yeah, are- Yeah, it's hard to find. We are all in this same <clears> space, huh? For yeah. for me to actually hear you now and actually for you to actually find these kind of people, I'm like, hey, where are you finding them from? Huh? <laughs> hey, can share contact. No? <laughs> can share contact, no? yeah. Because very hard to find. Then every time, worse still, right? They tell you that on the CV, oh, I can do this, I can do that. Nah. Then after that, how? Can do, no? I, Cannot do. I think, I think, I think that, that the whole CV thing uh, bit me a little more recently because when I first started hiring people, it's not about where I find them. Mm. Uh, it's it's where I get connected with them first. So mm. so I I work with them, uh, you know, uh, a third degree separation kind of thing, or I work with them collaboratively. Where um, my very first jobs was when I I consult a client and I know that mm. you know this particular stuff needs to get done. I just brought people in. So I brought vendors in. I brought partners in. And some of the vendors uh, have stuff and then they, mm. they, they kind of bought into why I was doing what I was doing mm. and they wanted to join me. Okay, to adding on to that, right? What do you say yeah. to people who, that one, uh, cannot do, uh, design only, right? Fiverr, lah. <laughs> yeah, I always tell them if you want, like, if you think design <laughs> is simple and straightforward, then go Fiverr, fiverr.com, freelancer.com. You have mm. a whole ton of, like, uh, platforms that give you... Uh, cheap work I would say but, but the question mm. is right if you yeah. if you know nothing about branding you know nothing about marketing basically your your scope of understanding of the word marketing right is going to the mm. market and haggle over some fish right? <laughs> if that is the scope of understanding then should these people right actually go to Fiverr they don't know what the hell they're doing don't know what the hell they want and then they're expected to go and ask someone so it wouldn't the shit pile on the more shit from that moment. I think we need to contextualize this, right? Like hmm. these people, are they uh, bosses right. or are they hired hands, right? Both so, sides. Okay, so so <laughs> let's say let's say if they are hired hands, uh, they should be fired. So so that's one. 
uh, if they are bosses, then I think um, a lot of bosses are quite um, entrepreneur. And I, I believe I subscribe to the, the philosophy that mm. an entrepreneurial spirit that one possesses always wants to go mm. out and explore other mm. things. He's always trying to meddle with stuff. He's not a very good boss. I, I probably am not the best boss. I, I try to like tweak things here and there. I, I mm. see a shiny new object. I'll be like, oh, how does this work in my new like, you mm. know, uh, mm. ecosystem? Uh, so, so I keep trying out new stuff and somehow I accidentally break stuff sometimes. Mm. Uh, so I think bosses will learn if given the right kind of guidance. So, so it's, it's not about taking them on an entire branding course, you know, uh, right. like, like some six month branding course or whatever. Yeah. But I think it's, it's, it's literally doing and showing them like all this little thing kind of adds up. Mm. Everything you say, everything you wear, everything you do. Uh, how you sneeze in public, you know, paints a picture mm. of how you are mm. as a person. Exactly, right? <laughs> so, so then, like, I the uh, flip side of the question will be: yeah. In what situation would you okay the use of Fiverr? <clears throat> Money. I, th- I think. I think. Like when you're, f- ah. yeah, bro is the only way. Like. Yeah. Honestly, if you're, you're f- 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 ah. if you're, f- f- do it yourself. So, but I you think- should. You should ask us how we did our branding Beardos logo. <laughs> Oh, right. Okay. How, how did you share? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. point. <laughs> I, I remember when I, when I first, when I first had, a, a, okay, uh, I cannot say the company's name. Okay. okay when I first X, had X, 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 right? When donkey, I was donkey, donkey. Donkey, 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 right? When I first had work in this company, uh, this company, and, and I was hired in immediately after my, my, my stint. Uh, and advertising so everything was very mm. uh, polished like to me everything has a way of doing things mm. um, you need to go to the art director to come up with concepts you need to right. go to the FA artist to kind of like shape everything nicely and when I was hired I kind of realized eh well these people just design everything with PowerPoint mm. like they just put everything in PowerPoint mm. so I was like okay that that okay you design flyers and all that sure that's good um, and then one day I get to speak to the vendor uh, the printer and I asked him like you, you can print like that from PowerPoint man? and he said no <laughs> on their end they have to kind of redesign everything <laughs> based on the PowerPoint so it's like just, just more work like, let's do what we are good at not no. try to do like you know the other stuff if we yeah. can just delegate just delegate if you're an entrepreneur yeah you need to know a little bit of everything but yes. if you're working in a modern day communications firm like yours like yours mm. uh what do you think are the required skills? Oh, it depends on the role. Um, <clears throat> if you're looking at, let's say the founder, uh, mm. myself, um, I think we, we always need to not rest on our laurels. Um, <clears throat> we are only as good as the last thing we've done. Mm. Um, so, so it's always trying to find ways to do better. Mm. Um, so when, when, when TikTok came on, um, I was like, probably one of the first few that subscribes to it. I still don't have like any videos of myself on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm just like a uh, fly on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> watching, watching, yeah. watching. Just yeah. watching and consuming the content. And, and I think consum- consumption of content is really important. So mm. when, you're, when you're consuming that content, you would know what kind of works as a consumer. Mm. So I, I, I subscribe to the notion where uh, the best followers make the best leader. Mm. So... So I think if, if, you, if you want to be a good communicator, you want to be a good marketer, you first need to know how to consume. Mm. I love that. 
How about the kind of projects that you that you bring in? We were, we were just having this, this this chat last week, right? About yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. projects and and do we is it okay in this in this time <laughs> in this time to be picky over what we are doing or yeah. you know are we are, are we idealistic you know in the sense that we want to do only projects that you know yes yeah it's not only just comes to the fat nice bottom line at the end of the mm. day but mm. projects that make us feel good. Are we are we being little bitches yeah. when we drop projects? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think when again when back to when I first started, uh, mm. there was no such thing as choice, mm. right? Uh, because you kind of need to uh, put money in your wallet, right? Yeah. So that's that's when I just went around my neighborhood and I knocked on doors and I said, "Look, uh, I'll do whatever you want on a marketing like context." Mm. So. Yeah, I just did everything for like an ice cream parlor, a burger shop, you know, and and that was how I grew the business. I think today, in in a very like COVID kind of <laughs> uncertain uh, period of time, I think it is really really important for us to um, dig deep and know what's important, right? Yeah. No, we need to prioritize. So yes, uh, doing projects that make you feel good mm. is important. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like it's like you give a singer a song, the singer has to sing it to its best of his or her abilities. Right, right. right it's not about, uh, this song not nice, I don't want to sing. Mm. Yeah, so, so I, I, think, I think, yeah, for a branding professional, for a marketing professional, when we are given a product, uh, a client, mm. a service, we need to dissect it first. And yeah. if we could, you know, see ourselves as consumers of that product, or mm. we, could, we could, you know, do a market uh, fit, then yeah, let's let's help you push your product. Yeah, because for me now, right? I always, I always, my one of the first few questions I always ask uh, potential clients, you know, how can I be? No, it's not. It's no longer how can I be of service, but how can I add? How can I add value yeah. to you? Because if if all you want is for me to like, okay lah, just just do. All, but why why are you doing this project? Don't know. Then uh, yeah. okay. You know, and take grant money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna don't yeah, that. Why would you? But that's the, that's the problem. So, so sometimes, right? I mean, of course, it's very tricky. Also, for yeah, for yeah. people who are assessing all this, right? And like, mm. it really true. No, this guy. Oh, really, I'm trying to expand to Mars. This guy is trying to expand to Mars. Is it true? No, is it really? You know, oh, but you know, we also at the same time also can't say whether what they are. Oh, are we really going? Yeah, not. Are we really going to Mars? <laughs> no, I said, are we really going around with this topic? <laughs> I, I think where where I'm 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 picky is that I I have to be able to to see eye to eye. I'm the feel the first the feels during the first few conversations are very mm. important for me. If mm. I if I if I notice something off or I know I realize that this person is not willing to listen, and uh, then I will say. Adios. I know I said I'd yeah. rather not do this project with you because I'm not here to be your fiver or whatever it is. I'm <laughs> yeah. here to add value. If you cannot see value in what I'm doing, then I'm please go and find yourself someone else. I said I yeah, your 70k looks 80k, whatever price tag it is, looks very good. But no, I cannot. I cannot I cannot bear to work with, with someone like that. Yeah. It's it's a it's a I th- I think it's a different um I would say headspace that mm. we are in, right? Um, definitely, we need to vibe that person out. That's for sure. That's yeah. 100%. You know, if if we sense a bit of shadiness, you know, we need to kind of retract ourselves. Yeah. It's, 
uh, ethically not right. Mm. Um, but I think for me, I always tell myself, like, I always ask myself, how do I make it work, mm. right? So as a as a agency owner, I have to look at bottom line, mm. very true, but I have to look at the other 40 mouths to feed, yep. right? So uh, I, I, I can talk to this client a bit more first. You know, I can lie on with this client a bit more first. Mm. Uh, we can go on more than one date, right? Mm-hmm. More than one drink, more than one coffee. Um, and then I really feel that person. Just, mm. just really, really feel the business and, and just sense it out first. Um, that's my superpower. Mm. So if I can help that person shift his perception that having a website is not as important as you make <laughs> it to be, then let's look at something that is important. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, so that is kind of, if they give me their time of the day, la, mm. I can do that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, some clients will be like, "Oh, you too expensive to build website." Okay, lah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, talk about clients and projects, right? Mm. Um, some people say that like, clients, good clients and good projects help you win awards, right? And uh, some people will say that awards help you win good clients and good projects. <laughs> so like, what's your take on that, ah? Uh? Awards like bullshit or no? So you ask the next agency owner. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think um, it's also part of branding, right? So I think hmm. when we look at any logo, um, any trophy, any object, um, it needs to have value. It needs yeah. to have recognition. So um, if if the iPhone is not an Apple, but a, I don't know, a kamquat or something, and <laughs> If you look at it, and then it doesn't mean of anything. all the bloody fruits you chose, I'm quite. I'm quite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It just came to my mind, right? So if it's if it's know, pear, pear, right? Okay, apple pear. If it's just a pear, then it doesn't mean anything. But the mm. same goes with an award. Mm. If I'm gonna get an award and it's not recognized by the industry, it's not um, uh, awarded by peers. Mm. You know, if it's not for good competition from both big and small agencies, then it will just be a paperweight. You know, it just take up mm. space on my shelf. So mm. there are a lot of awards out there, like, I cannot name it, huh? There are a lot of awards out there. You can donkey lah, la, donkey, no problem. Uh, donkey lah. Okay. Uh. Uh, so like your... All that kind of stuff, right? Like, I, I, I know... That's, but that's a stupid name to call uh, an award, right? So right, you, so it's like you're being, you're being yeah, awarded yeah. something, right, for being neither here nor there. You know. Okay. We are so going you just to... say. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Right. I, I, yeah. You bleep that out, please. But but I think I think it's also very important uh, mm. for people to understand that mm. um, not because you are given an award, not because you get to attend a gala dinner, not because you get to shake hands with your neighborhood MP on stage to receive the award <laughs> means that the award means something. Okay, I'll tell you a, like a past story, right? So one of my former clients, very small shop, right? He, he wanted to start this bubble tea chain and then the licensing got kind of like tossed out the window. So he had to pivot oh. and he sold beverages like mm. with very nice flavoring, you know. I think it's fine. So I kind of helped him set up shop, do a little bit of marketing. And then he, he, he came to me and said, oh, this, this company is giving me an award 
and all I have to do is to pay six thousand eight hundred eighty-eight dollars. Wow, Let's. nice number. Oh, wow, nice number. <laughs> good <Six>. number. Wow, <laughs> so it's, it's it's fantastic, right? So I said, great. What are you winning? Uh, I don't know. Mm. Right? Okay, fine. Can I speak to that person? So I spent an hour grilling that person, asking that person like, you're saying my client has uh, is the most popular beverage brand of all in Singapore. Okay, uh, show me your survey. Show me your findings. <laughs> Give me all your stats. Give me your data. Are you promoting the the award around? I don't see any ads. Do you have a right. media plan? Right. You know, I literally just peeled the onion lah, and mm. I, I'm sorry, but I left the poor girl there, like kind of like almost in tears. But <laughs> but that's that's what I have to do to kind of protect right. the SMEs. I I feel mm. that people don't know what they don't know, mm. and if if they go out and and really paying for stuff like that. It is like an inch short of a scam. Yeah, yeah that's, it's the same thing. Me. I mean, just that day, I just received this. Uh, I don't know whether you received something like that, no, Kenneth. Like email saying that, oh, uh, oh, our team have identified your company as one of the top, one of the top uh, marketing agencies in 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 Asia. And I'm like, whoa, really? And I'm like, that's <laughs> the, the load of bollocks, right? I mean, for sure. I mean, all not the time. Say, not saying that we are working for uh, an unknown company or whatever, but. The, the way that it was structured was like, oh, it was oh, it was almost sounding like, hey, guess what? You won a million dollars! But all you have to do is to transfer, uh, you know, 60K or something like that. Almost like kind of... <laughs> I, I think I got the same one uh, from some ad platform or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah so uh, I got where, the same whoever one. Whoever pays money actually wins the award, la, basically. <laughs> I mean... Like the bigger sucker award. You can't it win is- if you don't pay. I think on, on what this kind of just said, right? I think it's 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 fair and unfair to have that statement, right? Mm. I think it is yeah, people pay for awards. Like like that's like bottom line, right? Mm. Mm. But I think at the end of the day, the legit award awarders, yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. the legit companies who issue the awards would not be able to sustain the business if they don't have some sort of revenue. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Right? So I, I think I think here 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 lies the balance between the legitimacy mm. like i can pay for an award that is recognized by my peers mm. but we all have to understand what that award is la. <laughs> yeah I it, it also, can't be just I, I think the other way around which is you can pay like for an award show yeah if the payment like if the winning doesn't isn't dependent on paying okay so so you know what I mean? I know, I know. It's, it's, a, it's, it's again, very thin line. Yeah. Are we ripping line. So, the bandit off this whole awards thing? Like, is this, <laughs> is this, is this arable even? Feel free to cut wherever you need to cut. <laughs> I hope it's not I, the whole episode. <laughs> I think, I think, um, we, we just need to understand, like, one of my uh, agency counterpart bosses, um, mm. we were both working on, uh, you know, say brand. We were both working on a project together. Uh, mm. all I can say is big convenience store so once we have that <laughs> well, it can be how much right so we were working on that and they won an award right they mm. submitted they won an award they put in really good video uh, the video quality was awesome and they won an award mm. so they got a phone call my counterpart wasn't like overseas at that time he got a phone call the awarding company mm. and they told him you will be getting a stage award that means you must go okay. on stage to get an award mm. would you like to buy a table 
That one okay lah. That one buy table lah. I mean, buy expensive lah. La. Yeah. Expensive yes, lah. 15 grand. Mm. So it's 15 grand, grand per table. Yes. Are they like but, serving like caviar inside the salmon's I'm, mouth? I, I, I have no idea, man. Someone Fine. better come and paint my tongue with gold flakes or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I think, I think it's. Oh, yeah, I should be licking from the bone, man. The gold flakes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think I think it's it's it boils down to like, you know, uh, journalistic integrity somewhat, mm. where where you don't want to uh, just I let you win because you have like twenty four applications for my award. Mm. Yeah. Right, right, so right. so. But yeah. I mean, okay. That that being said, right. Mm. The what I because for me, honestly, when I go onto a website, right, and I see. Sure. I see whatever is there. La, but I'm not going to say what awards, but oh, whenever sure. I see all these things there, mm. for me, it's always like, nah, for me, it's, I, I look at it and it's BS, no matter what. And if someone actually, if, if, if that is being used to me as a sales pitch, right, mm. I will also tell them to go and fly <laughs> kite also at the same time. Oh, because, I really don't, yeah. But that's because you're, you're in the game. No, but even like, before, before that also, I don't know why, but I've always viewed such things, right, with, with, mm. with, uh, like with subdivision, like, right? A bit of suspicion, you know, like, really, man. You know, same thing, like the Viagra story the other time, right? Like, like how many dicks did they actually go out to... <laughs> Collect right to go, come up with a good enough sample size. So same thing. I've I've not received any anything a questionnaire, nothing the f- that before, right? So how can you arrive at this point like that? That guy is doing the best work, and then that's why people say, oh, the big the big ages. I f- you like I said, but it's yeah. never even asked the rest. Or then how? Yeah. So so that's I think that's the okay. So that brings me to another point that we talked about the last week, which I thought was a nice topic, hot topic. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, come. Yeah. Okay. The one about being. <laughs> You know, all these people out there, sometimes I ask a client, a potential client, so what is your mm. end game? I want to be bought over. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember this topic. Yeah. So, uh, in your opinion, right? And mm-hmm. uh, kind of you, so uh, you, you, you give me your two cents on this. <laughs> How worth it is it? And what potential things, right, should uh, business owners be looking at before they raise, they sound the red flag? <laughs> oh, I, oh, this is, I mean, getting bought out is, I don't know, it's like selling off your your, your kid, right? Like if, if you put a lot of time, <laughs> sorry, weird analogy, but it's my agency is my first child. I have mm, two mm, like mm. kids now, right? But my agency is like my first child. Right. And for anyone to like lay a hand on it, try to mm. tear it apart, it's like, you know, punching my family. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> so that that is how I kind of relate to it. And when I started that marketing guy, it's it's always about putting in so much heart, sweat, and tears to ensure that I I do what I feel would give people value. Mm. And when mm. I keep doing that, I have no thoughts on what my exit strategy is. Right, right, right. Like mm. zero. I don't have I don't have like some uh you know. Five-year mark, I go and IPO. Ten-year mark, I yeah. go and do whatever. Because very strange, right? For me, it's, it's almost the sound uh, like, uh, <clears throat> like you know, back in the day, uh, maybe in the medieval times or whichever, right? Like a parent, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to, to just support my child uh, uh, until she's old enough to be married off. It sounds almost like this, you know, to me. Then, it sounds then, like it. Uh. Then you're asking the other side, what's, my, what's the dowry are you willing to pay? <laughs> I, would, I would beg to go, I would beg to go one step like worse than that. Mm. It sounds like you are in a cow farm. You're just mm. raising a cow and then after that slaughter the cow. Mm. Yeah. 
because daughters still can come back, you know, divorce still come back. But I think, <laughs> I think, I think it's 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 that it's akin to killing off something, mm. telling when you want when you want to sell something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've never actually seen an agency or a business acquisition right where the company ends up continuing to yeah. thrive and survive. Yes. Very few. Very few. Uh, and my personal my personal opinion on it is actually very close to will i mean if i mean i'm i'm in the midst of starting my own social media thing right and i think you know right but if i if you ask me will you sell province what's your exit if i start with that thinking i think i think that's the key issue like a lot of people start with that thinking mm. where's my exit and all that but if i start with that thinking then what am i doing to the people that are working for me yeah. in the future I always right. don't believe in. Remember that we were just mentioning this, right? I said I didn't agree with that kind of mentality because basically yeah. you're 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 now you're hiring people to basically work with you for a while, then they lose their jobs after that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Or or, or like you are hiring them and then after that putting them into like they, putting their careers into danger. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you, it's a black hole. You know, you don't know yeah. what the holding company is gonna do after that. After that. Correct. No, I think like, I think for them correct. Like, no, the thing is right because I've I've seen it firsthand. Right. I will not say so much. Uh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, they send they send this, you know, well-dressed guys, strappy looking, coming here and oh, we're not here to shut down your business. We're here so we can challenge the very world's best and then blah blah blah. A lot of cock and bull story coming out from them. Yep. At the end yep. of the day, nothing is delivered and you're gonna you're gonna be left soiling your pants, right? Shitting yourself. Because you realize that being part of this is basically squeezing the out of you. That your, you know, you're basically your guts are coming out through your ass, you know, yep. to feed to feed some guy in a Rolls Royce somewhere, you know, and you have I, lost the I essence think, of your business yeah, completely. I think it's important to recognize that, like, going IPO means that you're putting shareholder primacy first. Like, you're putting shareholder interest ahead of mm. everyone else's. And I was just yep. like listening to Simon Sinek, right, and mm. he was saying that. This is the exact recipe for disaster. Because yeah. if, if you don't, like a lot of us, right, what we are good at is putting our teams first so that they can produce good work for the clients. But when you put shareholder interest above your team's interest, that means your client's interest will be yeah. So in that sense, uh, for businesses like ours to go IPO, mm. like to go listing and communication firm to go listing, uh, it may not be the best thing for our clients and for our teams. Mm. Right? So, yeah, that, that is like my, my thinking. Like, if you are going to put shareholder interest first, then I run a bank or something. Like. Yeah. No, because, I mean, it, it came to the point where it was absolutely detrimental. Like, in a moment, like, you know, like, Will, you mentioned mm, earlier about mm, expanding mm. your team and all that stuff, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. basically, when you're bought over, hey, man, it's not going to happen. Even if you need it, you know, you got to justify every single move you have you know, yeah. and yeah. and they again, uh, they were painting a lot of pretty pictures, but then you know, basically nothing comes through for you. And then at the end of the day, you're really left with nothing. Oh, they said, you know, we I even we were even promised like, oh, you know, great synergy between all the so-called sister companies, blah blah blah, and all that crap. But <laughs> nothing. Mm. It's it's very interesting because uh, this analogy or this scenario that we are painting kind of reminds me of the time where we were working for a publications company so publications company like you know uh, they needed support in their editorial side yeah in their art direction side so we went in right we stepped in we supported that portion 
And I realized a very interesting thing that I know print needs some sort of a shakeup right. in the industry, right? Um, everyone says print is dying. Mm. Sure. Uh, we can all probably agree about that. Um, but they don't know who their customers are. Now, when, when, when we sit down with bosses, you know, we look into their eyes and we ask them, who are your customers? They need right. to be very clear when they articulate stuff like that. For a print company, the customers are not the people who are advertising on your pages. Mm, mm, the customers mm. are the ones who subscribe and buy right. your magazine, right? So we need to kind of know who we are, who we are targeting. Uh, same goes with what uh, Kenneth just said earlier on, right? You need to know if your shareholders is your target audience, then it's equivalent to saying that your magazine company target audience is at at spenders. Mm. All right. Yeah, so, so we need to be obsessed with our customers. And, and, mm. and to add on to what Will mentioned, right? Ad spenders only are interested in your publication when you have the real target audience, yeah. which is the reader. Exactly. So like, who are you putting first yeah. and why does that matter? And a lot yeah. of times it's not the, like, the revenue only comes when there's real interest in your business, not something yeah. that is constructed out of, like, mm. fake. Like, not... Not putting 10 companies together in a holding company to come up with a, like a magical number, right? So yeah. that you list and then tell everyone, oh, we are now a group. It's like this, right? <laughs> yeah. like, it doesn't make sense. But a lot of people trying, I think that's, that's, that's what the, the mentality is, you know? Uh, mm. And again, I will not mention, although this information is really... <laughs> <Yeah. good>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that is, it's amazing uh, that you, you build up a company after for so long only to put it in the hands of a bunch of people right who i mean you these are basically people you do not know i mean doing business right either you trust yourself or you do it with people you you really really trust yeah. but here when you are bought out right and and worse still if you didn't get uh, favorable terms with the buyout but for some reason you went and sold the company anyway worse yeah. still on share price right you are putting your hands, uh, your, the fate of yourself and your whole company in a bunch of people you do not know. So this same thing, right? I've seen this thing happen, right? They went in, in two, three years, change out two, three board of directors out, right? Change yep. two, three CEOs. That says a lot. You know, alarm bells. And this, mm. is, this is what you basically, right? You can put, this is where you're going to put your life into, you know? Well, I, I, okay. I must say, although, although this is neither branding nor bearding, um, <laughs> we... we <laughs> we are diving into like VC talk yeah. right now, right? Like, so investment talk. I think there are different ways of investing. Mm. But the, the most important takeaway from this is that mm. uh, don't be a fool. Uh. If, you're, yeah. if, you're, if you're given a very, very pretty picture, yeah. there's something wrong with it. Spot but the errors. I, I think it all boils down, right? To and it, For me, it pulls it, everything back to branding because for the reason being that you are still responsible as a business owner, right? To the bunch of mouths, how many that is, yeah. right? you are responsible for all these people. And that one wrong move that you do, right? Can, you know, can send a hundred individuals or more and times their families and so on. The ripple effect is great. Yeah, you so really if you sell your lives, company, yeah. you better either make sure there's going to be a nice payout yeah. For those people, you know, but most people, of course, they don't think that, you know, they're like, okay, great. I sold the companies all out. We're selling off. 
right? And I'm going to just retire. Of course, at the end of the day, some people might say, oh, but he has the right to do it because he built up this company. But that is also the wrong mentality because you build this company on the backs of all those people out there. And, you, and for me, the big, the, 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 the worst thing has always been always the little people get screwed over this. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. to, to, to be a little bit of a devil's advocate, I think the person that, well, I sound like a right-wing capitalist right now. <laughs> I, think, I think the person that built the, the damn company and paid mm. all the people really does have the right to sell off the damn company he wants mm. and do anything the he wants. Mm. But my question is, why would he do it and ruin the, his reputation at the same mm. time? And screw a whole bunch of other people over. Yeah. I think, and you I think can the, do it with equity. I think the, I, the truth yeah. lies somewhere in between what Big John and Kenneth just said, right? Mm. Um, is that marketing guy my company? Yeah. Can I sell it off whenever I want? Yes. Mm. Uh, do I want to sleep well at night? Yes. Mm. Right? So, so it's a question of morals. Lah. Yeah, it's la. morals. Lah. It's mm. all I morals. Read, I think yeah. if, if I can sell off the company, say some, I don't know, some rich guy comes to me and says, well, here's, I don't know, 10 million, 100, mm. whatever. La. Just give me a big amount, 100 million. Mm. Here you go, I'm going to buy off that marketing guy and all his assets. Mm. Then I have to kind of work out the entire contract, right? You have to keep the staff, you have to do this, you have to do that. Mm. Uh, if not, then me, I can reward my staff however I want, mm. right? Mm. So, so that goes into equity, like shared equity. And I think it really, again, it really boils down to, <clears throat> can I find people who are willing to die for the company? Not mm. die for me, but die for the company. And if we all feel that this person, this particular individual has that kind of mindset mm. and he or she has already shown, I don't know, over 10 years or five years that he or she can do that, he or she deserves that award, man, mm. which is equity. Mm. 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 Yeah, so so mm. the, the truth is somewhere in the middle. Right, right. Mm. right. I guess I will only have that kind of, of point of view also because of the fact that I, I, I personally went through through that, yeah. right? Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's like, like I said, it's, it's both ways. You know, I'm, I'm half, you know, each side because I see, oh, okay, if I have a company, yeah, I, I should be, I should have that, right? But at the same time, also I'm remembering, you know, who, who were the people who helped me to build this company? Of course. So, so that, yeah, it's a very, 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 very gray, gray area of morality. <laughs> Oh, it's actually yeah, very interesting sure. that like Will, you actually couldn't settle on number and you actually went 10 million, 100 million. But is that... <laughs> that, is, that is the like, wish. What, yeah, what's the... Like, you know? What's, I, I what's know. the I, real number? What's, that, what's a number that I will sell the company? Yeah, why you will say, yeah, okay. I don't know, man. I, I 100 million wife, is a good number. Nah. I think 100 million is a pretty sweet but number. 100, 100 million is not a viable number. Service, service level companies that are heavily dependent on uh, contracts with clients mm, and the, the, mm, the, type, the type of hate counts that you have, yep, yep. Um, they are not very viable. So even if some ding dong comes to me and says, here is one mil, let's just put a smaller number, right? Mm -hmm. Take out one more zero. This is $1 million, right? I want to buy out your company. Mm -hmm. What I can do, I take his money and I do my own shit ever again. I, I call it like this marketing guy. Like. <laughs> another, another marketing guy. Oh my God. That's another, so the same smart, marketing guy. True. <laughs> but, but because this, this is service one. industry, another marketing guy, right? 
Oh, I, I just call myself uh, this branding bureau. Uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I think I think it's it's it all boils down to at what point of time in your life your decisions kind of change, your priorities change, mm. right? When I was younger, sure, someone gives me hundred mil, I'll sell. Mm. Someone gives me ten mil, I'll think about it. Maybe I'll sell. Mm. Right now, if someone gives me hundred mil. 100 mil, yes, maybe I will. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> because okay. in all honesty, I can do a lot of things with 100 Yeah, 14 right? people, then each person yeah, gets yeah. a token each sum of 1 million. One million uh. Each person, <laughs> 6888, uh. yeah, no problem. 6888. So I think, I think this, is, this is the kind of things that uh, go through my mind. But I think at the end of the day, um, I've never really seriously considered selling the company. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think also that says a lot about where your heart is, lah. Yeah, right. Because like, yeah, you never even really thought about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 fun, I guess. In 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 a in a nutshell sense, um, build something that you never want to sell, and you are worth. You'll be worth like I don't know a lot more. I think the 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 message at the end of the day is, if. If starting a company and selling it is straight away on your mind, then <laughs> you should reconsider. You should reconsider doing anything. Yeah. But but then again, I have thought of like my retirement job, right? Like let's right. say someone were to come to me and give me X amount of dollars to buy me out, whatever, and I can like relax and chill. Mm. Uh, I would like buy out failing companies and try to like spin them around. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. Like like these kind of things, like money. From a businessman, this sounds kind of weird, but please don't judge me. Mm. Money to me, it's nothing. Like, mm. I'm not saying that from a rich man's perspective. I'm not rich, mm, mm, not at all. Mm. I stay in the EC. So, right? uh, so money to me is not everything. But I think it's that satisfaction when, you're mani- when you manage to like inject a ton of value into somewhere and you see mm. it grow and flourish. That is that, awesome. The, the steam feeling is damn good. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think only feeling, our generation right. will, will say that. Huh? The steam, steam feeling. feeling. I think yeah, I have to put like subtitles below like uh, explanation. <laughs> you need the, the asterisk. The feels, the, the feels. The feels, right? Like you've got uh, the like, oh, allow it. I like, I did this, you know, like yeah, I yeah. turned it around. I like yeah. generated something. I made yeah. something. Correct. That, that, no, I, th- I that think that's what, uh, that's what get us going for, for projects that really have yeah. meaning for us. That's, that's, what, that's, we that's, what, that's what we are chasing. That's what we are chasing. And I'm willing to do those kind of projects for even a little less money. Just to to see uh, the potential, just to, it, right? just to just to see. I have never worked well under people, mm. like never. Mm. Uh, if if mm. people would see me as their minion or their underling, right. they would never be able to hear the advice or or uh, plans and initiatives that I give them. Mm. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I've kind of learned the hard way. A lot of people say that you know you need a good mentor in life to kind of like nudge you along. Why do I mentor? On? Uh, no, all my same. mentors are like anti mentors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I also think that like I'm starting to notice that this is a trait of people who like end up doing their own thing. They mm. they don't work well under people. If they're in a workplace environment where the people around them are helping, like guiding them along, and mm. then there is a solid mentor, yes. But the moment they lose that, they end up like, I want to do my own thing. Yeah. Like, because yeah. Yeah. They cannot live under like someone else like cheating on them. I will not make any further comments here. <laughs> you cannot deal with that. 
Yeah, but it's true. I mean, but that, that that's the mark of, of, of people who are meant to do stuff on their own eventually, whether now or in the future or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we are very conscious about that that need to to make that decision, to make the big decisions, you know, and be able to stand by those big decisions at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And also calling out bullshit when we smell it. <laughs> it's 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 really important. I think I think I, I always tell my my team, I hope I can tell my kids one day that to make the best decisions, you kind of have to remove yourself from the equation. Mm. So you have to step back, really look at it, not with any bias, right? Mm. So that's how I approach every project. Uh, that's how the marketing guy grew from just talk. Like when I started, it's all consultation, mm. right? Yeah. I, I go into an yeah. office, I tell you, do this, do this, do this. And, you know, it worked, but they don't know how to execute. So they come mm. back to me and go, eh, help me. You know, then mm. I'll, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll help. That's why I hired my first person, right? Mm. So the first mm. hire was essentially plugging into this project. So right. every hire after that was to plug in the project. And mm. I, I've never been able to understand um, how people can, how should I say this? Like, like they will not be able to see the biggest pictures. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, so, our motto, our philosophy is literally cut through the clutter. Right. Let's just see the objective and then, yeah. Go for it. That's yeah, nice. just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much, Will, that marketing guy. Kenneth, do the honors. Thank you, Will. And as we roll out this episode of uh, the Branding Beardos, I just want you to remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button if you like our video.